Davis Financial Advisors is a branch office of and securities offered through Independent Financial Group, member FINRA and SIPC. Sean Davis is a registered representative of Independent Financial Group. The interpretation and organization of these ideas are the confidential thoughts of Sean Davis and do not necessarily represent the opinions of IFG Incorporated. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, including market fluctuation, possible loss of principal value or liquidity, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment strategy will be profitable. And now, Uncommon Investments and Resources presented by Davis Financial Advisors, independent investment services for pursuing your investment goals. Here's your host, Sean Davis. Welcome to the show. This is Uncommon Investments and Resources presented by Davis Financial Advisors, and I happen to be your humble host. My name, Sean Davis. I'm going to be your host for the next hour as we discuss your money, your retirement accounts, your investments, all of it, all things financial, all things uncommon. I'm going to be talking about hidden risks. Uncover 17 hidden risks that may be lurking in your investment portfolio. We don't want risks lurking about. <laughs> By the way, you want to put this into your favorites, uh, www.davisfinancialadvisors.com, www.davisfinancialadvisors.com. FinancialAdvisors.com. Um, I'm going to have podcasts on my website. I'm going to have the white papers on the website. All right, so let's jump in to this week's show topic. Have you noticed that everything seems to be changing? Oil prices have plummeted. Gas is cheap. Stock market's at all-time highs and becoming more volatile. Healthcare is hot. Housing is in recovery, but commercial real estate is still historically low. Everything changes, and that's why it's important to continue to monitor and review your holdings on a frequent basis. You never know when the darling of last year could be the problem lurking in your portfolio this year. As the founder of Davis Financial Advisors, I feel it's my responsibility to educate you on the concerns that I see coming on the horizon. And I've narrowed these concerns to 17 hidden risks that may be lurking in your portfolio. Some may be obvious. Others, maybe less so. Regardless, I think you'll find uh, a few nuggets of reason, common sense, that may help you navigate your investment uh, portfolio a little better. Now, I've broken the 17 hidden risks into three different categories that we'll discuss today. I'm going to talk about investment risks. That would be thoughts or ideas I have about certain types of investments or categories of investments. The secondary category of risk is relative to your investment strategy. I'm calling these strategy risks. People may spend their whole lives climbing the ladder of success only to find once they reach the top that the ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. That's the wisdom and wit of Thomas Merton, a quote from him. I'm concerned about how you develop an investment strategy and how you maintain that strategy moving forward. Is your strategy outdated? Does your strategy still work well in this current economic and investment climate? How do you know? Stay tuned for that. Lastly, the last category we'll discuss is advisor risks. So, did you know that just because financial advisors are licensed in the same areas, that does not mean that they have the same investment resources? Could you be limited by your financial advisor's limitations? Great question. Is the advice you get biased? How much are you paying in fees? Are you getting your money's worth? That will be a very interesting discussion, to say the least. All right, I got too much to talk about. Let's jump right in. Let's, let's discuss investment risks. Hidden risk number one, foreign currency positions. Right now, the U.S. dollar is like the best house in the worst neighborhood. <laughs> yes, we have economic problems here in the United States, but compared to many other countries, we look incredibly attractive. I pulled some great information from the website www.debtclock.org about our 
position as a country. And here's what I found. Our country's debt obligation has increased over $18 trillion, which is almost exactly what the country produces in gross domestic product yearly. We have $18 trillion of debt, but we have $18 trillion a year of GDP. Think of it this way. If you make $100,000 a year as a household, it's like having $100,000 worth of credit card debt, too. Your income matches your debt. However, in Europe, they're continuing to slow down and may very well enter another recession this year. Just so you can have some perspectives, think about this. The debt-to-GDP ratio in Italy is 178%. Uh, in other words, if they have GDP of 100000 like the example I gave you, 100000 of income, they would have debt of 178000 So they, they have debt of 78% more than what they produce in GDP. Germany is at 223, 223%. Spain, 242 France, 269 Portugal is at 292%. Greece at 295 And Ireland wins the booby prize at 100 or excuse me, a thousand sixty-six percent. In other words, if they make a hundred grand a year, they've got debt of a million sixty-six thousand. China's also slowing. China's GDP forecasts are declining, whereas the United States, there seems to be some consensus that our GDP growth forecasts are increasing. So everybody in the developed world still considers the U.S. economy the strongest and most vibrant of all the world. So the dollar has been growing in strength relative to many other countries. This is one of the contributing reasons to the decline of precious metals in the last two years. It's also a contributing factor to why gas prices are lower. We are the best currency house in the worst currency neighborhood. That means you should consider reducing your holdings in foreign currencies if you have them. So that's investment risk number one. Investment risk number two. Owning fixed annuities long-term, unless you need the lifetime income. Baby boomers and retirees are giving more consideration to fixed annuities as safer retirement investments. Fear of market losses if the market falls again and the need for reliable income sources of retirement income are, are causing a lot of boomers to consider fixed annuities. Lifetime income annuities are one of the few investments that will guarantee lifetime income from the company that actually sponsors or syndicates that. A fixed annuity is a contract in which you surrender a chunk of money, a lump sum of money, to an insurance company in exchange for a guaranteed monthly income or, if desired, a lifetime income. My concern about fixed annuities is they're not really a great indexed inflation product. In other words, they don't really adapt well to rising interest rates. And I think rising interest rates are going to be on the horizon. I think interest rate discussions are going to be some of the talk of the town this year. I think the Fed will likely choose to start increasing rates this year. So that's an important consideration. Investment risk, hidden risk number three, uh, no stop losses on your investment positions. We think it's very important to have stop losses on your investments if possible. Uh, We like stops because it's kind of like investing with a net. You know, you're putting a net below you. If the stock falls to a certain price, you'll sell it. Uh, We especially like uh, trailing stops. If a stock's doing well, it can follow the price movement up of your stock. But I think investing um, without stop loss is a lot like you trying to be a circus act in the big tent without any type of net below you. Uh, You might be able to do it, but you could get really hurt not doing it. So consider, strongly consider, putting stops on your positions if you can. Now, If any of this is making sense, I've got a 27-page white paper I'd like to send you, email you, or uh, send out via regular mail. It's called uh, Uncover 17 Hidden Risks That May Be Lurking in Your Investment Profile. I'm going to pull out some of these. I'm not going to get to all of them today. But I'd like you to have a copy of this, and you can do so by calling 800-682-2806. It's a toll-free number, 800-682-2806. 2806. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few brief, simple questions. Once they get the 
answer those questions. We'll email it to you today or send it out via regular mail, whichever you prefer. Uh, 27 pages, we think you should have it. Remember, it's your money. You're paying for the lessons. You might as well get educated. Coming up next, right after the break, I'm going to talk about hidden risk number four, holding a highly appreciated security too long because your fear of the tax consequences if you sell it. That and more, Sean Davis, Uncommon Investments. Just for a minute, go back a couple of years. Go back a few years on your memory back to October of 2008. If you remember October of 2008, then you remember that it was precisely the month that the stock market fell almost 20% and then kept falling to half its highest value. Do you remember how scary that was? Do you remember that you might have been contemplating going back to work because your IRA accounts and retirement account investments were worth half as much? How much traveling did you do that year? How much financial help did you give your kids, your church? Did it feel like the world was ending and the sky was falling? The volatility seen in the last few weeks has Sean Davis very concerned. How exposed are you to another crash like that? Don't go through that again if you don't have to. Let Davis Financial Advisors give you a second opinion. Call now, 1-800-682-2806. Again, 1-800-682-2806. Welcome back to the show. Sean Davis on your radio, talking about your money, your investments, your retirement accounts, all things financial, of course, all things uncommon, as always. And you caught me talking about investment risks that may be lurking in your portfolio. Nobody wants risks lurking. So if you want to know what those are, I'm not going to be able to get into all of them today, but we've got 17 of them. You can call 800-682-2806. Again, that's toll-free. 800-682-2806. My team standing by. We're going to ask you a few brief, simple questions. Once we get the answers to those, we'll uh, send you out this latest white paper, 27 pages of information for you. All right, moving on. Uh, I told you before, we've kind of broken up these risks into different categories. We've got investment risks, which we're talking about first. Then we've got strategy risks, which are coming up next. And then we've got, uh, lastly, advisor risks. So, Let's talk about hidden risk number four, holding a highly appreciated security too long because of the tax consequences of selling it. What do you do when you have a highly appreciated uh, stock or gain from a stock or equities, but you don't want to get skewered in taxes if you sell? It really is a great question that a lot of people wrestle with when making uh, decisions about their investments. Uh, I've had a conversation about this very problem with many investors over the last few years with the stock market huge gains fueling their investment growth. So what do you do? Well, I found that there's only really three options available to you. Two of these options eliminate the tax completely. The first option, uh, which does not sound particularly appealing to me, is that you could uh, you could die. I mean, when you die, equity investments generally receive a step up in basis at death. This means the tax goes away to your heirs as they inherit the stock at a value equal to the value of it when you passed away. If that option doesn't appeal to you very much, then there's a second option available. Wait until the stock loses value. If the stock price falls, then there would be no tax because there's no gain. If death and losing money are not the strategies that you find most appealing, then there is always the option of selling and paying the tax. I've seen many investors bypass and step over dollars trying to save 25 cents in tax. Let me say that again. I've seen many investors bypass or step over a dollar bill 
focused on saving 25 cents in tax. In other words, does that make sense to ignore the dollar to 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 you know focus on the benefit of the 25 cents? Now, having said that, be sure to consult with your own tax advisor or professional before making any significant tax-related decisions. If it were me and I wanted to sell it, sometimes the best thing you can do is just sell it and pay the tax. But, you know, again, talk to your tax professional and let them be your guide. Okay, I want to, I want to move on to two um, strategy risks. So we talked about investment risks. Now I want to move on to strategy risks. So hidden risk number eight, taking a traditional approach to investing instead of investing like an endowment. An endowment fund is meant to be a forever fund. Colleges with endowment funds depend on the fund to drive the income the college needs to meet its annual budget obligations. An endowment fund is very similar to the nest egg of a retiree. It cannot be lost, and one must depend on it for long-term income. Yale's endowment, Yale, in, Yale, the college, Yale's endowment returned 11% per year over the 10 years ending June 30, 2014. That's huge, 11% per year, surpassing results for both domestic stocks, which were 8.4% annually, and domestic bonds, which were 4.9% annually, relative to the estimated 7.6% average return of college and university endowments. Over the past decade, Yale's investment performance added $8 billion of value to their fund. Over the past two decades, 20 years, Yale's endowment generated returns of 13.9% per year. Compared to the estimated 9.2% average return of college and university endowments, Yale's investment performance added $20 billion in that 20-year period of time. Now, here's what's interesting. Yale's endowment performance has been legendary over the last 20 years. If you wanted to peek over the shoulder of the guy running that, that place, you know how do, they, how do you get a 20% rate of return at 13.9, or excuse me, a 20-year return at 13.9%? Their chief investment strategist, David Swinson, really pioneered a substantial departure away from traditional stock market equities toward a more balanced and diversified portfolio. In 1985, Yale had almost 60% of its allocation in domestic equities. Since 1985, Yale has been consistently reducing their exposure to domestic equities. You might be surprised to know that Yale now only holds about 6% of their fund allocation in domestic stock market equities. 6%. The three largest allocations of the fund are in private equity, real estate, and absolute returns. Get on the good good old Google web. <laughs> the Google web. The interweb and do a Google thingamajigger, whatever that's called. Google search. Private equity is 31% of the fund's value. Real estate, 17. Absolute returns, 20%. Foreign equity is 13. Natural resources, 8%. Domestic equity at 6. Bonds and cash at 5%. So if one of the most successful endowment funds in all the world only has 6% of its investment allocation in the stock market, what does that say about their confidence in it for the future? Now, keep in mind, it's not possible for most investors to replicate what Yale has been able to do because most investors are not dealing with a team and billions of dollars. There are strategies and options that could help you get closer to a more diversified investment mix like Yale, but not everyone is suitable for these types of strategies. It'd be important to discuss your investments and your risk tolerance and your liquidity needs with a qualified financial advisor if you know one. Well, I happen to know one. Actually, I happen to be one. All right, moving on. Strategy risk, hidden risk number 10. A strong market may make you overweighted in certain allocations. Time to reallocate. If you've ever owned a dog or shot for a dog, and you've probably heard the term mutt before, I understand it to mean a dog of mixed breeds. In other words, it's not a purebred dog. I'm a bit of a mutt myself in human terms. My dad has a lot of German in him, amongst other things, and my mom is mostly native Indian. I am native Indian myself, German, and a splash of some other nationalities. 
Call me a melting pot, crock pot, or if you're a dog fan, call me a mutt. I don't care. I do identify with my native Indian heritage, though, and it's one of the reasons I love the parable of the two wolves. Have you ever heard the parable of the two wolves? Well, let me share it with you. An old Cherokee chief was teaching his grandson about life, and he says, A fight is going on inside me, he said to the boy. It is a terrible fight, and it is between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, self-doubt, and ego. The other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. This same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person, too. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? The old chief simply replied, the one you feed. Source unknown. How does this relate to a hidden risk in your investment portfolio? Well, you may have equity positions in your portfolio that have grown larger because of the better performance in the last year of the markets. In other words, some of your stocks may be growing stronger, gained value, and taking out a larger role in your portfolio than you originally intended. You may have intended a static position of maybe 50% stocks and 50% cash, but now the stocks may be 75% of your allocation and the cash may be only 25%. So I told you a story previously in a, in a show in the past about my three dogs. Chewy, that's Gavin's dog. He's my second oldest son. Johnny, he's the alpha male. He's, he's claimed my oldest son, Colby, as his master. And then there's Pixie. Pixie was supposed to be my wife's dog, but she's taken a liking to me instead. Pixie loves food. She loves food. Stated simply, she eats too much food, so she's a bit portly. The dog you feed grows the largest. In your portfolio, because of the stock market's gains over the last few years, it could represent a, a much greater percentage of your overall investments. This could put you at increased risk if the market's correct. It's always a good time at the beginning of the year to focus on asset allocation and make sure your investments haven't skewed in a direction of risk that you didn't intend. Asset allocation and rebalancing your portfolio is a critical part of an investment maintenance strategy and one that you should not ignore. It might be time to rebalance. All right, moving on. Hidden risk number 11. This is part of the strategy risk. Not owning a truly self-directed IRA to hold your IRA assets. Did you know that you can own a two-bedroom one-bath rental property in your IRA? Did you know that you could own a three-bedroom, two-bath rental property in your IRA? Did you know you can own a duplex, an apartment complex in your IRA? Real, physical assets. My definition of a self-directed IRA is the ability for you to invest in any investment that is legal to be owned in an IRA that you choose. You might think you currently have a self-directed IRA. However, I have a question. If your custodian, the IRA custodian, only allows you to choose investments that are in the stock market, how much diversification does that really allow you? In a true self-directed IRA, you can choose from a wide array of traditional and non-traditional public investments. So, for example, you could own mutual funds in any mutual fund family. You could own stocks and bonds in a brokerage account. You could own annuities, public limited partnerships, direct participation programs, including REITs. You could own treasuries or U.S. government securities, bank CDs. You could also own closely held stocks, limited liability companies, real estate, debt financed or leveraged real estate, corporate debt offerings, trust deeds, all kinds of different stuff. And I'm going to give you a list. In our white paper, we have a list of all of these and, and many more. I'm going to give you a list of some self-directed IRA custodians that we're familiar with nationwide, and we think it's important to uh, maybe check them out. IRA Resources, Inc. 
Equity Institutional, Trust Administration Services Corp., Equity Trust, Polycomp, Pensco, Intrust Administration, Guidant Financial Group, and IRA Services. Probably all names you may not have heard of before, but all are true self-directed IRA custodians. They'll allow you to own physical assets, real stuff, tangible, intrinsic value, stuff that uh, you might not be able to own at some of the big names, the big traditional firms. So you might want to check out a true self-directed IRA custodian. Now, if any of this is making any kind of sense to you at all, then this is what I suggest you do. I'd like you to call this number, 800-682-2806. It's a toll-free number. It's 800-682-2806. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few brief, simple questions. Helps us to get a snapshot of what you're doing now. And then we'll send you out this 27-page white paper, 17 hidden risks that may be lurking in your investment portfolio. We think you should have it, and and more importantly, we think you should probably sit down with somebody to make sure you don't have other risks lurking in your portfolio as well. We'll give you that opportunity. All you need to do is call 800-682-2806. Now, when I get back from the break, I'm talking about alternative investments a bit more. I'm going to talk about more hidden risks that are in your portfolio. Are you really diversified? How do you know? All that and more. Sean Davis, Uncommon Investments. At Davis Financial Advisors, the resources for you are quite substantial. In addition to this weekly radio broadcast that Sean does, in addition to the over 50 white papers that he's written in the last six years, they have a great website as well. You can check it out by going to davisfinancialadvisors.com. As you navigate the website, you'll see that they have archives to past radio shows there. Additionally, they have an area where you can log in and see all the prior and particularly current white papers that Sean has written. You can also ask Sean a question on the website, and he may answer it during his show. Lastly, there's a great digital brochure that outlines their investment philosophy and uncommon resources. Be proactive. Visit davisfinancialadvisors.com. If you can't visit the website right now, then feel free. Give them a call at 1-800-682-2806 and request their white papers. All of the information will be included in the white paper. Call now, 1-800-682-2806. Again, 1-800-682-2806. With a great face for radio, here's your host, Sean Davis. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Uncommon Investments and Resources, presented by Davis Financial Advisors. And I happen to be your humble host. My name is Sean Davis. I'm talking with you about your money, your investments, your retirement accounts, all things financial, of course, all things uncommon, as always. And you need to uncover 17 hidden risks that may be lurking in your investment portfolio. And uh, we've got a white paper that will profile those for you. And I'm, I'm talking about them during today's show. So if you'd like to get a copy of that, uh, the best number to call is 800-682-2806. It's 27 pages. We'll email it to you if you call that number, 800-682-2806. Or send it out to you via regular mail, whichever you prefer. It's your money. Remember, you're paying for the lessons. You might as well get educated. This is free. All you got to do is call 800-682-2806. All right. So as I said before, I've been talking about 17 potential hidden risks that may be lurking in your investment portfolio. And uh, we're jumping around a bit. I won't be able to get to all 17 of them. We've only got one hour here. So um, let's talk about hidden risk number 12 not utilizing alternative investments for possible increased diversification. So let me just say, with, with regard to alternative investments, alternative investments are long-term, non-traditional investments in non-publicly traded REITs, direct private placements, limited liability companies, limited partnerships, 
investing in such businesses as real estate, energy exploration and development, note programs, royalty interest, distressed debt equities, and many more. Direct investments allow for an investor to invest directly into a specific business. These alternatives have the potential to balance a traditional or conventional portfolio of equities because many are not linked to the stock market directly. When you invest in this capacity, an investor becomes a part owner of the hard assets associated with the investment, the real estate, the business development programs, the equipment leasing. Is there risk to alternative investments? Absolutely. Yes, there is. Still investing. All investing has risks. One could argue that alternative investments have greater risk. For example, they're not readily liquid. Think of investors in real estate. They can lose money or make money. Rents are not guaranteed, just like distributions from alternatives are not guaranteed. Real estate doesn't move with the stock market, but is also not liquid. A lack of liquidity is a risk. That doesn't mean nobody owns real estate. It just means you need to make a judgment call as to whether those risks are appropriate for you. So how do alternatives work? Alternative investments generally work. Think of the subtle difference between investing in the stock market, which moves with the stock market, and investing in a private business. You know, Maybe you've got a friend that owns an Ace Hardware store down the street. And you're a private investor or, or a silent partner for him. You know, it's two completely different investments. When you invest in a private business, their values do not generally change day to day like investments in the market. When you invest in a multiple asset classes, now it doesn't mean they can't lose value. It doesn't mean that they don't change later, but they don't generally jump around on you. When you invest in multiple asset classes, investments producing strong returns can offset investments that are lagging. So when a class of investments perform or react similarly to the same stimulus, they are said to be positively correlated. They tend to be affected by the same things, and they move in the same direction. Negatively correlated investments tend to move opposite of each other. Many alternative investments have a very low positive correlation to the stock market. They do not tend to move dramatically with the changes in the value of the stock market. Adding negatively correlated investments to your asset allocation, whether higher or lower in principal risk, can reduce the overall volatility of your portfolio and potentially increase returns. So adding negatively or non-correlated investments helps you reduce risk and potentially increase returns. Now, this is not an offer to buy or sell you anything. This can only be done with a prospectus or a private placement memorandum. I'm not doing that. I'm just trying to let you know that there are other investments out there available to you for diversification that have nothing to do with the stock market. We think that helps with the diversification challenge. Now, this brings me to another point. Now I'm going to transition into advisor risks here. Um, hidden risk number 13, ego. Thinking you can do it all on your own. You might be your own advisor managing your own money. Sure, you can open up your own TDS Ameritrade or Scottrade account. You can roll over your IRA and invest it in equities in the stock market in general. You can invest in traditional ways all by yourself. But if you want to invest like an institution, you're going to need some help. If you invest your own money, I, I know why. More than likely, someone in my industry may have let you down at some point in the past, and you figured that nobody, nobody is going to be as concerned about your money as you. I get it. Here's a question, though. What if there are investments out there available to advisors that can help you diversify your portfolio that you don't have access to on your own? What if there's stuff out there that you don't have access to? That's a great question, Sean. Not all advisors are the same. Let me be clear. Some advisors are affiliated with insurance companies, and some are affiliated with brokerage firms. There are a smaller few that are affiliated with independent broker-dealers. Amongst these brokers, you have a good chance of finding investments that you can only purchase from brokers. Investments such as land banking, equipment leasing funds, note programs, royalty interests, oil and gas drilling programs, timber, finance funds, non-publicly traded REITs, 
If you're a do-it-yourselfer, then you might be reluctant to seek out these opportunities, but that would be, in our opinion, a potential diversification mistake. These alternative investments can help you diversify in ways that most people cannot on their own. We think this economic environment demands that you do your own research and know all the investment options available. Remember, diversification cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. You also need to remember that not all advisors are the same. That's advisor risk, hidden risk number 14. Thinking all advisors are the same or thinking they have the same resources. Most financial advisors are limited in what they can offer their clients. If you have an advisor that's affiliated with a large life insurance company, then more than likely the answer to all your financial goals and concerns will be some insurance product. If you have an advisor that's affiliated with a large stock brokerage firm, then the answer to all your financial goals and concerns will more than likely be investments in the market. Maybe these are right for you. Maybe they're not. When the big firms have 300 of their own mutual funds to offer, do you see that there might be a problem with bias or objectivity? See, most of the insurance advisors want you to stay away from the market and put your money in annuities. There is a problem with bias or objectivity with that. If your advisor is affiliated with a large stock brokerage firm, you know, the market's the answer. So my, my point is that they can have all the same licenses, but that doesn't mean that they think or respond the same or have the same resources. So it's important to get educated, and it's important to get a second opinion. There's no one person or one company out there that has a lock on all the great ideas out there. So sometimes two eyes, two sets of eyes are better than one. And if this is at all making any sense to you, then I would encourage you to do one thing. Pick up the phone and call me now at 800-682-2806. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few brief, simple questions. Helps us to kind of get a snapshot of what you're doing right now, and then we'll send you the information that I'm promised. It's a 27-page white paper called 2015 Uncover 17 Hidden Risks That May Be Lurking in Your Investment Portfolio. Nobody wants risks lurking anywhere. So if you'd like to get a copy of that, all you got to do is write this number down. It's 800-682-2806, toll-free, 800-682-2806. Or, by all means, you can feel free to go to our website, www.davisfinancialadvisors.com, www.davisfinancialadvisors.com. All right, coming up next, I'm going to talk about advisor risks. Are you paying fees for advice that's ineffective? That and more. Sean Davis on Common Investments. At Davis Financial Advisors, they have different resources. Imagine this. Imagine investing in a way that what the stock market does, up or down, what it does is irrelevant to how your investments perform. Imagine what a difference that might make to your anxiety or stock market worry. Are you interested in learning the pros and cons of investing in an uncommon way? If so, call Davis Financial Advisors right now. 1-800-682-2806. When you call, Sean's team will send you the information that he promised during the show, and he will offer you the chance to sit down with him one-on-one to get a second opinion on what you are doing. They might see diversification where you do not. They might see income or yield where you do not. I bet they will see your situation differently than you when they look through their uncommon lens. You'll never know unless you give them a call at 1-800-682-2806. Remember, the unofficial definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Call Davis Financial Advisors now, 1-800-682-2806, to hear something different. You can also check them out on the web at davisfinancialadvisors.com. Welcome back to the show. This is Uncommon Investments and Resources, presented by Davis Financial Advisors. And I'm your host, Sean Davis, talking about your money, your retirement accounts, your investments, all things financial, of course, all things uncommon, as always. And you're along with me talking about uh, 17 hidden risks 
that may be lurking in your investment portfolio, and we've been profiling some of those risks together. Now, if you'd like to get a copy of this white paper, um, all you got to do is call 800-682-2806. Toll free, 800-682-2806. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few brief, simple, short questions. Once they get the answer, answer to these questions, we'll send you out this information today via regular mail or email, whichever you prefer. All right. Hidden risks. You know, one of my pet peeves, quite quite candidly, is uh, when people pay fees for advice that's ineffective. I think that you should get value for the fees that you pay a financial advisor or an investment advisor. When you pay a fee to an advisor, you not only lose the fee, but you also lose the future earnings of that fee over a long period of time. Have you ever calculated the total cost of advisory fees that you've paid in the past and whether or not you feel that money's come back to you? in performance value. In other words, are you getting what you paid for? For example, have you ever asked these questions? Have your investments predominantly followed the rest of the stock market? Has your advisor ever suggested an investment outside the market? Have you heard advice such as stay the course, you can't time the market, it's momentum, stay stay in, you got to get while the getting's hot. Have you ever compared your portfolio results following your advisor's recommendations to the overall return of the S&P 500? See, I have a crazy, crazy, just insane theory about financial advisors. I think they should bring you knowledge, information, and resources you couldn't have easily come by on your own. Otherwise, why should you have one? Most advisors can be a lot like bookies. You know, you place the wager. You're the one betting. They're the only ones that make money consistently. Analyze what you're paying for the advice that you've been given and determine if that advice has been worth it. Are you getting what you're paying for? In these investment times that we're in, pretty interesting and precarious to some degree, it's more essential than ever to preserve your wealth now and in the future. Make sure you're getting valuable advice. See, when you pay $1 in fees for advice that isn't valuable, so if you pay that dollar and you don't really get any value, then you not only lose that dollar, but you lose what that dollar could have earned you over your lifetime. We call this opportunity cost. It's a real cost. What would that dollar have grown to if you could keep it and put it to work in your own plan, right? It would be passed down. It would be something that your kids would inherit or your grandkids would inherit. As an invested dollar grows or multiplies over time, the dollar, is, the dollar that is paid out or is idle is inefficient. It loses the opportunity to grow. So the amount it could have grown to had it been used efficiently over a major period of time is what we call the lost opportunity cost. Additional costs created by how a dollar is used or invested, such as income taxes, various fees, other related expenses, are also calculated. So let me give you a hypothetical example. Hypothetical. Let's say you're paying for advice. Uh, somebody's managing your portfolio. They're managing you your portfolio. you got 400000 Uh They're charging you 1% a year to manage that 400000 and you're 60 years old today. And let's say you live to 85 and now I'm just going to take that 1% fee, which is 4000 a year. And i got a fancy-dancy super calculator here, and I'm going to add it up. Okay, it's 4000 a year, 25 years. Let's say it earns 7%. What would that money have grown to if you kept it, if you had not given it to an advisor or anyone else? Think of it in taxes as, as well. I mean, any time you spend a dollar that you don't get back. So if you spend that money, that 1%, that 4000 a year, over 25 years, and it grows at a 7% rate per year, Guess how much it grows to. Now, see, the, the, the real money that you spent was only 100000 That was the 4000 a year for 25 years. That was $100,000. Do 
But at 7% interest, it would have grown to a value of $252,996 in 25 years. So is the cost 100000 or is it 252000 I would argue it's two fifty two because you had you kept it and put it to work, that's how much you'd have if it earned seven percent. So that's what you do. You need to calculate that. Are you getting what you're paying for? Is your investment performance worth it? Is the advice that you're getting worth it? Now, in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, when the markets plummeted, did, you know, did your portfolio fall with them? So here's my point. If your portfolio all pretty much went down with the market and pretty much came back up with the market, why shouldn't you maybe buy an index fund and just hope you have good timing? You know, fire the advisor, uh, don't be charged the fee, recover that, buy an index fund, and hope you have good timing, right? That would be one thing. And so looking at those costs is an important analyzation or analysis that you should do. All right, hidden risk number 16. Thinking that diversification is possible in equities alone. Uh, there's something called correlation that you really, really need to pay attention to. And correlation is uh, the idea of co-movement. How likely are investments to move together? You know, do they tend to stay in the same categories? My industry loves to talk about the benefit of diversification. What's ironic is that most of my industry substantially represents the market. If you have all your eggs in the stock market basket, is that real diversification? Think about it for a second. Is it is it real diversification? You know, if they all pretty much go down the, the same and all pretty much come back up the same, how is that really diversification? Right. So the idea is you got to look at investments that are negatively correlated or neutrally correlated. In other words, when the market moves, they don't move. Or when the market moves, they might move opposite of the market. That would be an important thing to have if one's objective is real diversification. So having an equities only strategy, in other words, the only way you win, the only way you make money, the only way you don't lose money is if the stock market goes up. Having an equities only strategy is very much stock market dependent, and it's very much, in our opinion, not diversified because most of the market tends to correlate with itself. So the challenge is how do you how do you diversify beyond the market? Well, that's one of the reasons why I talked about self-directed IRAs and one of the reasons why we got into the subject of alternative investments and things like that. They could help you achieve a broader level of diversification in an environment where diversification has been historically difficult to accomplish. So we'll we'll have more on that. I'm going to actually have separate radio programs, radio shows on that one subject matter in and of itself in the future. So look forward to that. 2015 is going to be a great year. So if any of this has made any sense to you, then I would encourage you to do one thing. Uh, pick up the phone right now and call me. Uh, my team's standing by. It's 800 800- 682-2806. It's a toll-free number, 800-682-2806. I'm going to give you uh, our latest white paper. Uncover 17 hidden risks that may be lurking in your investment portfolio. And uh, we'll send that out to you today via regular mail or email, whichever you prefer. But you got to call us at 800-682-2806. It's toll-free, 800-682-2806. I've got a team of folks ready to answer the phone. You can write the number down uh, or call it now. They'll ask you a few simple questions, and once we get the answer to those questions, we'll send it out to you today via regular mail or email, whichever you prefer. Now, also, let me reiterate that we have completely revamped our website. If you want to check that out, you can go to www.davisfinancialadvisors.com, davisfinancialadvisors.com. I've got a great digital brochure there, future uh, podcast radio shows there, white papers there. It's going to be your one-stop resource for all things uncommon. But for now, I just encourage you to call 800-682-2806. 
Get our latest white paper. I didn't get into all of the risks that may be lurking. There's 17 of them. So call us at 800-682-2806. See you next week. Different types of investing involve varying degrees of risk, including market fluctuation, possible loss of principal value, or liquidity. There can be no assurance that any investment strategy will be profitable. Well, the show is now over. The ball is in your court. What are you going to do? The markets are volatile, and there is significant pressure downward. It's like watching storm clouds form and waiting to build your shelter until the storm hits. Imagine investing in a way that what the stock market goes up or down, what it does is fairly irrelevant to how your investments perform. Imagine what a difference that might make to your worry and concern. Doesn't it feel a bit scary to rely completely on the stock market going up indefinitely to stay retired? One month you can stay retired, the next month maybe not. It doesn't have to work that way. At Davis Financial Advisors, they don't think they have all the answers, but they do think that what they are doing is more diversified and strategic than what many people are doing today. This is your money. Be proactive and learn about what else is out there in the investment world. Let them give you a second opinion. Call now, 1-800-682-2806. Again, that is 1-800-682-2806.